In the God of David, Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to season one, episode 43 of The Hate Napkin. We are past the meaning of life into uncharted territory. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your co-host, Eric. And we are joined by special guest star, Paul Lind of the Center Square, coming to us all the way from Burkhorn, Alabama. It's Carla, where she is the... Uh, uh, the the papal advisor to the local DQ and the uh, chief isimo of the local burnt corn register and tribune sickle. Okay, <laughs> I, I got a couple of things I need to get off my chest. Number one, oh by the way, we're sponsored by THN Creamy Butter. That's THN Creamy Butter churning out hate since 2022, and THN medical receptionist medical receptionist click one for yes two for no three for get the fuck off my phone oh stop it meow, meow. <laughs> catnip. okay i you know what I, speaking of which our sponsor i i am sick and tired i'm just gonna throw this hate plate of spaghetti against the wall and let it sit there medical appointment check-ins medical appointment check-in so here's what happened to me this week text one arrived at eight in the morning eight in the morning press one to confirm your appointment in a week press two to cancel i pressed one thank you for waking me up on my sleeping day one reply we do not recognize because i actually typed thank you for waking me up on my sleeping day one so I replied one, thinking that was the end. 30 minutes later, please confirm your appointment by dialing, you know, dialing one, two for cancel. One, 30 minutes later, please confirm. This transpired about 16 times until 2 p.m. I called, was placed on hold for an hour <laughs> to my clinic, only to tell them, I have now received 22 fucking confirmation texts and 13 emails about my appointment next Tuesday, seven days from now. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. There's a problem with our system. You don't say. You don't say there's a problem with your system because you're blowing up my goddamn phone and internet. Whatever happened to, I scheduled this appointment three months ago. I wrote it in my calendar and I just fucking show up. Whatever happened to that, you stupid bitch? What's this uh, oh. anger management session? Yeah, it was exactly. It was for, it was for my psychiatric battery test. <laughs> <laughs> but can we do a Okay, but honestly, so I now get several emails asking me to confirm. Followed by several texts asking me to confirm. And then I get something that says, please fill out the following form, uh, scan it, and send it back, which I do. And then when I arrive to the appointment, I get the exact same pieces of paper presented to me. Please fill out these pieces of paper. What was, did you not get what I sent? Oh, yes, we got what you sent, but we changed the form in the last 17 minutes. <laughs> please fill out.
fill it all out again. And it's the exact same form look like one stupid additional question about Rolaids or who knows what. This is, this is, okay, it's bad enough that I have to pay through my ass for these fucking assholes. By the way, I just showed up for a surgery that was quoted $4,000 on and at the door, it changed to $6,200. It increased by $2,200 that I had to pay right then and there without somebody bothering to fucking tell me. It's bad enough that the cost of healthcare make the United States the absolute worst country to live in in the world other than Greenland, which isn't even a fucking country with functional healthcare. But now we're getting just, do you, do you realize there are actually human beings plugging in these confirmation emails getting paid? This is part of, this is, this is part of the cost of the whole system. So it's is your fucking. Is your top surgery elective surgery? Like, or do you have, have to have the, your top surgery done? No, it wasn't top surgery. It was bottom surgery. Oh, see. <laughs> That's all I got to say about that. Turns out this enlargement is way more expensive than I thought. How much is it per inch? I mean, what's the math on that? Well, are you talking about cubic inches or... Depends on if I show up in Carla's front lawn on a snowy, on a snowy February day, or if we're in Columbia in July. <laughs> well, here's my question: Did you miss the whole episode on medical tourism? <laughs> no, no, I was I, I was there in one shape form or the other. Oh my god! It's the electronic appointment confirmation system. It's out of control and just, just absolutely. I know we're not supposed to say retarded, so I won't. But it's stupid at a level of short bus. It's short bus stupid. That's what I got to say. So that's on my hate napkin. And, and I'll fight anybody who thinks otherwise. Well, here's the thing: is that if you were told it was four thousand that oh, you that. had in, in your hand, and then. You get there and suddenly it's 6,200. Did they have an explanation for this? Well, yeah, they looked at the paperwork and said, Mr. Mr. Bjorn, you wanted eight inches here originally, but it says now that you want 10. And then he woke up. <laughs> That'll be the next 2,200, sir. <laughs> and now you know why I don't have anything important done here exactly i also by the way i'm also listen i'm just gonna I'm, I'm bumping myself to the front of the line i'm also sick and tired of please see cashier for receipt at the gas station please see cashier for receipt so here here i am uber driver it drops to 25 degrees rarely here in south carolina i'm outside Filling up at 10 p.m. It is cold as hell. I wear shorts and t-shirts in the car because it gets warm in the car, but I'm cold. And I've, I fill up, I'm filling up my tank, which costs about a quarter of a million dollars. I had the loan approved right before pumping. Um, I'm sitting there just, and, and of course I have to suffer through some sort of stupid fucking cheddar news update of the Kardashians while I fill up, <laughs> which I'm like pressing all of the buttons trying to mute. I mean, at least, but but in doing so, at least I'm getting the blood moving, so there's some circulation going on. All to say at the very end, do you want a receipt? Yes, 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 yes. Please see cashier for receipt. No, 
reason I'm at the pump. The entire reason. I did all of this, put your card in, waited, pushed my pin number. You didn't have to do anything. You it did not have to go inside, but I'm freezing to death. The whole reason I'm doing it is so that I don't have to go inside. That's the whole you, reason. Why do you need a receipt? Just leave. Because I'm, I'm an Uber driver. I need it for taxes. Oh, shit. It's a deduction. But don't you just use the same card for all that? And then you have an electronic version no, for your bank? No, you got to have a fucking paper receipt. What do you I think know. we live here in 20? It's just a, this, is still, this is still the 18th century here in South Carolina. No, in all... We should just, no, take a, we should just start taking a picture of it. And be like, IRS, screw you if you don't accept it. But anyways, please see your cashier for receipts. Stupid. The whole reason I'm at the pump is so that I don't have to go inside. Well, I want you to know that I stopped for gas this week, asked for a receipt, and heard the little thing rolling in there and no paper came out. And I immediately thought of you. So I, I did my best Eric Bjorn impression in front of the camera sort of running my hands through my hair <laughs> if you were in florida if i if i was filling up in florida i'd be like <laughs> and then when it says please see a cashier for receipt i'd go inside and be like what do you want? Here's the bathroom key. <laughs> Sir, all you needed to do was tap your foot on the floor three times. <laughs> and <laughs> Senator Graham will be right with you. <laughs> Which is much better than Senator Senator Graham is coming. All right, so. Yeah, Mom, I'm doing a show here. <laughs> that's that's the new promo video right there. Oh, my God. <laughs> don't you ever make fun of the guy in Wichita ever again. You know what she just said to me? What? She said, she said Eric the muskrat is sitting in the tree. I don't know. If the, I don't know. I, I think that was code for something. <laughs> I think she shot herself. That is so funny. I think she sharded it and you got to go help her. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, Christ on a stick. That was the funniest. Okay. Yeah, that needs to be our promo. I think we send that on a, we put that at the front of the demo to Sirius XM. Exactly. <laughs> hey, Mom, I'm doing a show here that has to be the title of this episode. Okay. Just anybody, I have some other things. Oh, actually, you know what? I've got a question for the group. And we'll, okay. we'll shoot shoot to your thing because we we don't have any uh, letters. By the way, if you do hate anything and want to share it with us, send it to info at thehatenapkin.com. We'll reach deep inside the annals of hate mailbag and read it on the air. Info at thehatenapkin.com. In the meantime, I have a question for the group. You know, right now the uh, there's a her, uh, the Hitler of our generation, Vladimir Putin, is invading the U.S. people of Ukraine. Terrible thing going on. It'll be. Uh, 
marked in the annals of history as one of the most horrific things that has happened in post-World uh, War II Europe. But I thought it would be interesting if we just, if you had to put one most hated despot dictator of all time on your hate napkin, you got to choose from all the fucking assholes that have tortured and slaughtered tens and hundreds of millions of human beings over the years for nothing other than their own megalomaniacal narcissistic joy. Who is the most hated fucking asshole dictator on your hate napkin? And we'll start with Carla from Brooklyn. I think it has to be Putin because I think Hitler has been almost glorified in hate and with so many people trying to, emu trying to emulate him at this time. Um, I think in, in my life, probably it, mostly because he's been aided by so many people who should know better. I kind of like that. I kind of like the, you, at this point, you should know better line. Like where there's this long line of horrible fucking assholes from Nebuchadnezzar to, you know, all the way down the line through World War II, so many despots, so many horrible men. Like at this point, you should just know better. Don't do this to human beings on a global scale. Right. I like that. So Putin's on your list. Polly from Bali. Well, I, you gonna give I ultimately pull, don't pull think. Pot? Pull pot? I don't, I don't think. Uh... Putin is going to be successful. So I'm going to go with Hitler because his birthday mm, is coming classic. up. A classic. His birthday is April, <laughs> April 20th. And I always think about Hitler's birthday because it's just a random date I remember from history. And I just always picture Hitler like having a slice of birthday cake, sharing the cake with his family, singing the happy birthday song together, you know, like happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Hitler. And, and I just think, uh, I just picture that whole scene because he's like just a regular guy. He's got to be a regular guy on his birthday. Yeah, Hitler, the Fuhrer, it's time. Please blow out your candle. I even blow out my candle when I feel it burn out my candle. I think that's probably what happened every year. It was like, just remember, folks, don't tell him to blow out his candle. <laughs> He'll do it when he feels like it. <laughs> I don't like think this. that makes him the worst person in the world. <laughs> no, probably the slaughter of 10 million people, but that'll do it. So, so we've got a classic response from Hitler. We've got kind of, you know, the current current news, Putin. I like that. I could go with Stalin. If you look at it numbers-wise, statistically, and this is just ridiculous. Stalin is responsible for like seven times the number of deaths. Hitler. But for some reason, I mean, you're right, Polly. Hitler gets all the hate glory. <laughs> he, he's like the Darth Vader of hate. Even though Mao and Stalin, like, absolutely just like, up to him like on the if, if there was you know, a video game where you put your name up and it's the numbers i mean like mao and stalin and genghis khan top hitler is like number 11 
but he gets all the glory. It must be the mustache. I'm going to go with uh, a, a rather on uh, sort of an obscure answer: the Duvalier family, uh, Baby yeah. Doc and uh, Papa Doc and Baby Doc Duvalier from from Haiti. Well, mainly because I've been there so many times, but uh, uh, Papa Doc Duvalier, Francois Duvalier, was such an evil man. Of course, he the population was only several million people, but he killed like a fourth of them. And his, you know, so back in the day, Haiti was one of those places where like, well, we got to keep the communists out. So the U.S. will prop up this bloodthirsty, kill his people uh, left and right, slaughter them maniacally with Tantan Makuts chopping off, you know, legs and arms of innocent folks with machetes just so that we don't have the commies take over. <laughs> so, I mean, we kind of got to give U.S. credit a little bit on this one. But it's not just that, you know, Pac was so successful as a bloodthirsty criminal dictator. It's that it trickled down to his son, baby doc, Eric DeVoyer. So after Francois was done, rarely do you see despotism and dictatorship transfer in, in the family. So, baby doc, um, you know, I'm one of the very few, I'm actually one of the very few living human beings that has been to um, Fort Dimanche, um, in, which is in City Soleil, Haiti, which is their Auschwitz. It's closed off to the public, but I actually sneaked in when I was in my teens, late teens. And I sneaked in with somebody who had survived it. And he gave me a tour of all the places where he watched. He watched people playing uh, soccer with the heads of killed people. Um, I mean, just the, he, he had, and he had, bullet wounds and so many scars from so many beatings. And he took me to the rooms where they were forced to sit in these little chalk lines. And if you, if any part of your body got outside of the chalk line, it was like 120 degrees in it. They would beat you senselessly right there on the spot. He survived seven years of this hell. And he took me to this. So, um, and he said one day the blood ran so, so, there was so much murder and killing that the blood ran all the way down to the ocean. I mean, it's just, and if you're from Haiti, you say Fort Dimanche, it's, you, you know, this is like, this is a, this is a, a world heritage Auschwitz, as it were. How's their soccer but, team? But my first, <laughs> I, I just can't. My first time in Haiti was at the age of 14 when uh, Baby Doc escaped to, to Paris. And thank you, France, for taking in a bloodthirsty dictator. That was very kind of you. <laughs> But I it just rarely does one see despotism trickle down, inherited, like pass the baton to the family, and they just take it on as if there's nothing trans, you know, no transition whatsoever. We just keep up the bloodshed. We keep it in the family. So I'm going to go with the Duvaliers. We took in the Shah of Iran, so I don't think we get to throw shade at France. Is he like your family? The Dairy Queen? Is he your family? Did Bert Corn, the Dairy Queen, took in the Shah? <laughs> Is he working at Dairy Queen? <laughs> Can I wait? Can I get it? Can I like Shaw? Give me a. I want a peanut butter parfait, Shaw. Nope, he got a deli bar. If you ever want to cry yourself to sleep, read the Rape of Nan King. That's the Rape of Nan King, one of the most depressing books you'll ever read. After that, you'll be reaching for your glory hole coffee mug and shoving it down your throat. Is the rape, okay. is the Rape of Nan King illustrated? Actually, yes, it is. 
it's one of the, it is a it is a story about the uh, torture of Chinese soldiers by Japanese warriors in World War II. It is one of the most depressing books imaginable. It makes Schindler's look, list look like a, <laughs> a scratch and sniff. <laughs> Children's book. Well, this has to be one of the most fun episodes we've ever 